Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Record Rangers podcast. I'm Gavin Berry and once again I'm joined by the Daily Records, Andy Newport and Sunday Mail Chief Football Writer Scott McDermott. Both the guys were in Anfield last night for the big game, but it was a sobering defeat for Rangers, their third Champions League Group A defeat in a row, uh, going down 2-0 to Trent Alexander-Arnold and Mo Salah's penalty. Guys, there was so much hype around this game. As I mentioned there, that's three defeats now, nine goals conceded, none scored. But if you look at the three games, all very different defeats. The first one, a thrashing by Ajax. The second one, spirited performance at home to Napoli, but still lost 3-0. And then this one was kind of neither. It wasn't the drubbing in terms of the scoreline, but they didn't get a spirited performance either. It was just very flat, wasn't it, after all that hype and excitement that, the, that comes with a Battle of Britain game? What was your take on it, Andy, first? Yeah, just a bit like that. Um, I mean, as much as the scoreline, I think you just would have probably bitten your hand off for that um, beforehand. Um, it, there was still a, clearly a, a huge golf in class, uh, evident. Um, just the, the way that they just surrender possession time and time again, they just you know, I think they had they had to try and show a wee bit more belief in themselves if they were going to do anything. But just the way that Liverpool hounded them on the fleeting occasions where they lent Rangers the ball um, was so impressive. Um, they just you know, any time Rangers got the ball, there was two or three guys in their faces within seconds, and they, they just didn't have the confidence levels required to really just assert themselves at this level. And um, yeah, I mean, as soon as that. Ellie goal goes in. Um, that was a pretty much game over. I mean, there's a lot of talk in the uh, pre-match press conference with Jurgen Klopp before the game about his team's lack of confidence. And yeah, I'm sure you could say from Liverpool's performance, I don't, don't think they would have been overly happy only to win the game two 0 It wasn't a free-flowing them at their best performance, but I mean, they still had miles to spare in terms of what they what they had. Um, other levels that he could have gone up if, if if they really had to against Rangers. So, um, yeah, just another another tough lesson for Rangers this level. If you're going to cope, you need to do more with the ball, or you need to be find a way of being more resilient. Um, and uh, if they if they can't learn that those lessons quickly, then this group could uh, could still be have a lot more bumps to come for them. I mean, Scott, after the game, I was listening to Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and he was saying, well, we've improved because, you know, well, you know, the first game, it was over by half time, whereas in this game, we were only 1-0. I mean, is that is that a positive? Is that a, a, a way to look at it? Is to say, well, at least we're still in it, you know, or is that? I think, I think that's what's called clutching at straws, Gav. Um, <laughs> nah, I mean, I thought it was a... A poor performance for Rangers last night um, and I know the, the quality of opposition, I know the level they're playing at but 
Andy mentioned the word belief, and I think that was that was key. I mean, Van Bronckhurst said before the game that he thought his players had the belief to go there and get something. I didn't see any of that at all. Uh, I thought it was passive for most of the 90 minutes. Um, I thought Rangers just didn't show any personality at all. I mean, you're talking about this, this same team that got a Europa League final last year and you know, went to places like Dortmund and, and Braga and Leipzig and, and others and you know, get really good really good performances, really good results, not just in a defensive sense, but actually showing what they could do going forward. And you know, We spoke before the game last night about how you know, as much as Liverpool are one of the top teams in Europe, you know, they do give you chances and um, you know, they go forward so much that they do, they can be exploited at the back. And It was about how Rangers did that and whether they could produce the composure and the quality to cause them problems and just didn't show that at all. Um, I thought Van Bronckers got the team wrong for a start. I was surprised to see Tillman Davis starting, um, and then unsurprised when they two were the first two first two subs off. Um, I thought Ryan Jack and Scott Arfield would have started initially. Um, obviously went with Morelos over Cholak, which I wouldn't have argued with. But again, no Morelos was so so starved of service, and, and when he did get the ball. Uh, couldn't keep it very well. So, no, nah, I mean, in terms of positives, I agree with Van Bronckhurst in the sense that, you know, from the Ajax game, they look a bit more resilient now and a bit more defensively structured and defensively sound. But I couldn't see a strategy last night in terms of when they actually had the ball. I could see a shape and a plan, you know, to defend against Liverpool out of possession. But I couldn't really see any kind of any kind of plan for when they actually when they actually had the ball. And as Andy said, whenever they did get it, they quickly quickly gave it back. Um, so I, listen, I, I thought it was a disappointing night for Rangers. You, you said it yourself. I mean, the height, the Battle of Britain. We think back to these games in the past. Scotland, the England uh, clubs. I mean, the Scottish clubs always the underdog. They've never been expected to win. Going back to Rangers, Leeds, and you know, Celtic, Man United, Rangers, Man United. But the nature of that game, you know, the Scottish team is always, is always in it and usually punching above their weight. And I just didn't think Rangers, Rangers did that last night. And we always talk about the, the Europa League run last season in Dortmund and we point to the Leipzig game and all that, but is there a, I mean, is there any sense that we are underestimating the jump to Champions League level? I mean, and bearing in mind as well that Rangers, Rangers as a club, you know, haven't been in the group stage for so long. I mean, Van Bronckhorst is sort of, hinted at this or, or, he's, or he's, he's maybe not just hinted he's, he's spelling it out that the level is such a huge jump are we downplaying that? Um, I don't think anyone downplayed it I mean um, I think it's twofold I mean it's a big it's a big jump but I don't think Rangers have played to their potential yet they've certainly mm-hmm. not played to the levels that took them to Seville last year um, there's factors for that you know the new signings that are coming in that are still trying to bed themselves in they've lost you know, two of the most influential players from last year. Um, and then you throw in injuries as well. But also, you would say that this group is a particularly hard group. You know, yeah. your Napoli are absolutely flying. You know, and after Napoli to go to Amsterdam and, and pump them 6 1 is an astonishing result. Um, 
you know, they think they've got 13 goals already in three games, so they are flying. You know, Ajax are a quality team and they've taken, you know, Calvin Bassi off Rangers, then obviously Liverpool are, you know, European royalty. So um, this is a, a really tough group for Rangers. You know, it's a, I think maybe the only, the, is it the Barca Bayern group that you could probably argue is a, a, a tougher, a tougher section to be put yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate in that sense, but there's no doubt that they have to be better. They have to find a way to cope with the pressure these teams put under them and they have to ha- have a way to, to try to exploit any chances. I mean, there was a couple of sniffs at goal, obviously, last night, especially the two late on, but, you know, a free kick chance. You can see, obviously, Liverpool take theirs. Trent Alexander's an absolute magician with the ball in those situations. Tavernier, just not at that level when you smashes his one into the wall. So, yeah, it's, I mean, Rangers are a pot four team and they're putting on pot four performances right now. Um, but that's not to say that they, they can't improve and, and try and at least get a, a point out of this group. I mean, I think that's the, the main challenge for this team. And surely they don't finish the group pointless and goalless. I mean, that's, you know, that's the target. Now, anything more than that is a, is a, is a bonus. See, the thing is, you're right, the jump is huge and I agree with everything that Andy said there but I mean just because the jump's huge you don't just throw in the towel I mean you can, lo- you can lose games against top quality opposition but there's a way of losing games and also you, know, you look at look at that result last night in Bruges you know Bruges beating Atletico Madrid I mean the golfing class between Bruges and Atletico Madrid will be huge I mean, you're talking about a Madrid team that have been to Champions League finals and you know, won La Liga and stuff like that so it can be it can be done. And also, if Giovanni Van Bronckhurst thinks that the gap is so huge and you no know, thinks he's got to play in a certain way, then go all out and play in that way, like Walter Smith did coming up against a Man United. You no, know, if you go to when, when Rangers went to Old Trafford under Smith, yeah, they lined up with five centre backs, you no, know, four in midfield and one up front, and bit and Harley got over the halfway line, but they still get out with a nil nil. Yeah. Last night to me just seemed like in between. In between everything's half hearted. I mean, are they going to go for it? Are they going to press? Yeah. Are they going to try and play in the counter or are they going to yeah. sit in? Yeah. Goes, with five, goes with five at the back, which is a kind of you know, a sign of what they want to do defence. And that kind of partly worked because they kept Liverpool down to two, you no, know, two set piece goals. But the flip side of that is there was nothing going forward, as I said there, there was no plan to. To go forward, so what's the point in playing a Tillman and a Kent? Yeah, you're just if you think you're going to get beat anyway, yeah. you, either, you either try and do it right yeah. at the weekend yeah. and go for the throat of Liverpool, or or you sit in ultra defensive and yeah. think we're going to try and get out of here with a nil nil. Like like you mentioned earlier, Battle of Britain's like when Rangers went under Walter Smith and got a nil nil, and I think Alex Ferguson joked after the game that Walter Smith. Uh, through a curveball by playing a formation never seen with six at the back. <laughs> <laughs> but he said he threw that one in. So, yeah, I know. I, so, you know what I mean? It, it just, see, if you think the golf is so big, then right, go and be be ultra defensive. You think that's the only way to go and win a game. But to say oh, the gap's dead big, but you go there with, as I say, with a Tillman, a Kent, a Morelos. You, you know, before that game, you're thinking, right, Rangers are going to... Or they're going to be under the course, but when they get a chance to break, they're going to go for Liverpool. There was none of that last night. That that, that to me was a big the big disappointment. I respect mm-hmm. the the golfing class. So you just go five four, you know, like we won up front, 
Yeah. Yeah, and you sit, you sit a lot deeper, and you just no you, that Rangers team at went to Old Trafford. I mean, I was there that night. I mean, mm-hmm. they had no intention of <laughs> over a get over the halfway line. Basically, yeah. I mean, I mean, what was the back fives like? Broadfoot, Bugera, Weir, Papach. McCulloch probably would have played that night. I, I mean, it was. I think Naismith maybe played wide and Davis maybe played that night as well. I mean, it was you, you know you knew turning up that night what Rangers were there for, and they and they get out of it. That's it's the old adage about you no, know, if you go somewhere and be you no know, mega defensive, it's okay if you get the result. But if you go and be mega defensive and then you get beat two 0 it's like well, what's what was the point? Unless Rangers are now at a stage in the Champions League where they just think. Keeping teams down to two is is enough. Um, so as I say, that that to me was a big the big disappointment. Listen, maybe I'm asking for too much. You know, they're up against a team like Liverpool, and you know, we've touched on the quality they've got. But I just think they had had to show more more personality. As I say, a city that go to a European final last season, at least show what you've at least show what you've got, even if it is in the, the counter attack. But until the last five minutes. They pose Liverpool no threat whatsoever. And and that's a Liverpool team that, as I say, give you chances or give teams the Premier League chances every week. Yeah. So, Andy, what do you, how do you see next week then? That's us at the halfway stage. As you say, no points, no goals. Uh, Liverpool at home, what do you think? Is it going to be more Napoli-like? Obviously, it's a different kettle of fish at home. But, I mean, do you, do you think they'll go for it more? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's factor always lifts Rangers. We saw what it did last season. It's what we did against Napoli for an hour before the sending off. So, you know, Rangers are, generally speaking, like a different beast when they've got that passionate crowd behind them. Um, but the, the fundamentals remain that if they can't keep hold of the ball like they did last night, then it'll be a long night for them. Um, Liverpool are a top team. They've been to difficult environments, difficult atmospheres before and, and coped with it. So, I don't think Rangers, uh, Liverpool will be too phased about coming up to Glasgow. So if Rangers, again, if they, if they allow Liverpool to dominate the ball and and have don't have that ability to counter to strike when when, when they get it, then it'll just be the, the same result as, as last night. Yeah, I mean, Van Bronckhorst was talking last night after the game about, I mean, they could... If they can get to that Ajax game somehow, I mean, the last game, if you can somehow get to that game and it's a shootout for third, I mean, that would be an opportunity. I mean, obviously that Napoli result hammering them last night was good for Rangers, but we're going to have to probably try and take a draw at home to Liverpool if you're assuming you get nothing away to Napoli yeah. and, just, and just make it a shootout. I mean, if they, if they got third in European football after Christmas, given the start, I mean, that would be unbelievable. Yeah. It would, yeah, it would be. Me and Andy spoke about us last night. Right. They're not going to take anything in Napoli. You wouldn't think the way they're playing. Um, unless, unless they're home and hosed. I said, I said that to Andy last night. Yeah. Their only hope is that they've got a big Serie A game at the weekend. They're already through, and uh, you know they play fringe players. But the way Napoli are playing just now, I mean, it's an absolute daunting prospect to go over there if they're going at, if they're going at full pelt. So. You're right. It, it, that means Rangers would need to get a point. They play unlucky Scott. They play Sassuolo the, week, the, the weekend after. So, yeah, right, so uh, at home. So uh, I can't, I'm not sure that they'll be. Okay, so, 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 
So now I think they they probably need to take a point next week, Gav, to be honest. And then as you say, just hope that he can go and beat uh, go and beat Ajax in the in the final game. Um what what I would say is no well, try to be slightly pos- more positive is that I think when you look at Napoli's result last night, what that shows us is Rangers actually played really well against Napoli at home. Because mm-hmm. all the sending off they've done okay. Um no, I thought that's if when you look at that performance, maybe they didn't realise quite on the night, but as I say, when you look at Napoli's results and how they're doing, you think no Rangers actually did lift their performance quite considerably in that home game against Napoli and no before Sands gets sent off, they were well in the game and you'd have maybe fancied them to take something which would which now would have been a monumental result. So as Andy says, different game at Ibrox. Um I think a few of the Liverpool players and that said that last night, you know, they're expecting a totally different Rangers team, but no, Liverpool are going to be dangerous in the break again. I mean, they didn't get because of the way Rangers played last night, they didn't get a lot of space in behind. If Rangers do try and go for it with the crowd behind them, you think of the likes of Salah and Diaz and Jota, you know, with the, the pace they've got on the on the counter, then you no, know, that could be just as dangerous at home against this team. Yeah. Listen, Andy, see in 2000 and I'm just looking at it here because I remember it. 2002-2003, Newcastle lost our first three games and still qualified. So there you go. Well, you, well I'll tell you what. I don't, I don't know if that's ever been done. Mortgage on it, we'll see how you get on, right? Okay. I don't know if anybody else has ever done that. I mean, to lose your first okay. and still go through, but I remember Newcastle did it under Bobby Robson. So there you go. <laughs> Who was that group, though, Gav? Juventus, Feyenoord and Dynamo Kiev. So so there you go. In fact, they lost their first three group games to Kiev, Feyenoord and Juventus without even scoring. I'm just looking back. Wow, so the Romans are all there. So it's all there. There's a feature for you, There's a one of the Newcastle players. That's it. You, oh, that's it. In fact, you'll be able to read it. You'll be, you'll be able to read it uh, later today. I'm not even. Right, where were we? So, um, now, sorry, another positive. Uh, I know we conceded the penalty, but Leon King get thrown into a game like that, teenager. I, th- I thought he was, you know, very good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, unlucky with the the, the penalty. Um, still not quite sure whether it was. Uh, Lundstrom I think who clipped Diaz's heels or, or Leon King who sort of bundled him over who was who, which one was penalised um, but you know for a, to be, for a kid with 15 experiences was he 18 to be yeah. thrown in an environment like that uh, and, and cope as well as he did he, he should be very proud of himself it was a you know a, a more than decent display um, in very testing circumstances and I must say since he's the small glimpses we've seen him in the team I've struggled to to remember any instances where he, you know, he has made mistakes or not looked the part. Yeah, and he's obviously still young. He's got a lot of learning to do, a lot of improving to do. But I think the signs are, are encouraging for him. And you know, it looks like Rangers have got a pretty decent prospect on their hands and with, with with King. Yeah, and as well as him, Alan McGregor was the other. I mean, I'm totally different from Leon King because we know what he can do. But I suppose it's just underlining now the decision. To bring him back in, and Broncos to say he's number one, yeah, yeah, it's, it's amazing that guys like Andy want to join. <laughs> 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 I'm going to get the lawyer on to you, man, because that is not what I said. 
crazy to think anybody thought at the start of this season, including the Rangers manager, that the John Morgan was the was the right guy. I mean, McGregor last night, sensational, forty years of age, well, proper Champions League performance. You no, know, that any goalkeeper in that competition would have been uh, would be proud of. So he was a major positive, and I agree with Andy King as well. I thought was really good. You no, know, eighteen years of age. Unusual for Rangers to throw a kid so young uh, into a game of that magnitude, but looks as if he's got a really good temperament. Um, I actually think the back three might suit him going forward because he's maybe not get the maybe no yet get the height or the physique, you no, know, to be in a to be in a back four every week. Um, but I thought he actually looked really comfortable against you no know, proper top level opposition and. As I say, I wouldn't hold it against him that he conceded the penalty up against Diaz. I mean, one of the most frightening white players you can come up against in the Premier League. You've seen him embarrass you know, a lot more experienced defenders um, you know, domestically and in Europe. So I thought overall King was a was a major positive. I mean, going forward, that ex- that whole experience will do him the will do him the world of good. And he was asked after the game, Mandy um, Van Bronckhorst was asked about Matondo coming in off the left. Another option there, what do you think possible? I mean, he was he was he was unlucky not to score. Uh, shot cleared off the line, and he came on looked quite bright. Do you think an option off from the left? I mean, he's gone from been out the squad completely yeah. to come right into start against Hearts and then featuring last night. Yeah, I mean, I still think in terms of Matondo, there's what to be done with him. Uh, and getting the best out of him. I'm not sure why right in our sort of front three where he's having to turn and collect the ball back to goals naturally his game. We obviously he's played in Bruges, he played sort of wide in the left almost in a sort of wing back role at times where he was able to sort of break break into uh, beyond the back three with these sort of late runs. Um he's you know, he's got pace, undoubtedly. It's just how you channel that. Um when he played with, as I say, he played in Belgium last year. He was, you know, when we were in Belgium um, for the game against uh, Union Saint Gilles earlier this season, the the Belgian journalists were speaking to even the the Union players were all raving about about him and his performances last year and saying he was the the best player in Belgium for the second half of the season. So there's clearly a player there. It's just Rangers just need to find a way to, to get that talent out of him. Um, I don't think he's. You know, he's a frustrating player because at times you know he really does struggle even just doing some of the basics. That fire alarm going off. Is it? Is it? Oh, I think it's just a test, so I'll carry on. What we haven't beat end the point. So he's, uh, you know, he's clearly there's there's a talent there. Obviously, he's you know went to Schalke for thirteen million quid. There's there's got to be something there, but whether you know. Playing tight to a touchline with a defender right up his his backside when he's trying to receive the ball. If that's the best, I don't think that's the best way to get the most out of his talents. If you can get him sort of arriving onto the ball, galloping at full pace and, and using the most of his, his obviously obvious attributes. There we go again. Um, I think it's just a test. I think it's a test. So. Um, then I think that's, that's the way to go. So, uh, yeah. Just finally, before you go then, uh, I mean, how was it as an occasion? I mean, like the atmosphere, the stadium and all, I mean, did that part of it live out around the city centre and the build-up? I mean, I saw the footage of the fans marching through Stanley Park to the game and all that. Was that all 
battled Britain stuff, even if even if on the pitch it was a bit of a mismatch. Uh, the first five ten minutes, yeah, there was um, the atmosphere was uh, was everything you'd expect from an Anfield European. Uh, but the early goal, I think, settled their fans down. Obviously, there's a lot of talk before the game about just. Um, you know, how, how under pressure Liverpool were, how low their confidence levels was, and that, mm-hmm. speaking to a few fans, they would say, yeah, if Rangers could get the first goal, you'll see how angsty the, the, the stadium would get. And it just never really happened. If anything, you know, it just became, it just settled down, you know, it, was, it became quite a routine win for Liverpool. That took a wee bit of the bite out of the, the, the atmosphere, didn't have that spike that you expect from a, a Battle of Britain Derby effectively so um, obviously the Rangers fans did their best to try and rile up the, the home support but you know I, I wouldn't say it was uh, a, an atmosphere that will live long in the memory of I've been to games that have had you know bigger ambiences and you know bigger that have been louder and have been more passionate and it just became because it was a fairly routine win for Liverpool yeah. That, yeah. that affected how, how the noise went around the ground Okay, Scott, right, okay, finally, Saturday, uh, submitting at home, I suppose on paper, good game. Is it now just about, I mean, probably the last time we spoke, the, the, the lead to the top has been cut since we probably last spoke to two points. So that's a, that's a big thing for them, you know, to go from five to two. How important now that they, they just regroup in, you know, a good one at the weekend against Hearts and really put a run together. 100% just need to win every game, Gav, between now and the, the World Cup. I think Van Bronckhurst touched on that after the the game at Tynecastle. You know, this block of games, I think they need to show real kind of focus, um, almost kind of tunnel vision between now and then to get absolute maximum points and uh, keep on Celtic's coattails. Um, and listen, St Martin at home, Roger respect St Martin who are playing really well, just now third in the league. Are they third in the league? Are they third in the league? Uh, yeah. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Third in the league, so... Third in the league, yeah. Not going to be an easy game, but... Yeah, I was thinking last night, it's it's just a perfect game for Cholak to come back in and get another get another three or four goals uh, the, way, the way he's going. So, um, no, they'll be looking to kind of rack up a routine win, a few more goals. Three or four goals. I hope Stephen Robinson's not listening to this. <laughs> Oh, listen, he scored the other in 14, so... He'll, he'll he be digging, he'll, he's going to be playing this to the dressing room. <laughs> if he doesn't, uh, if Cholak doesn't score, it'll be a, it'll be a <laughs> shock. Um, so I'd probably expect him to come back in because domestically, as I say, his goal, goal return has been unbelievable. So, um, But no, you're right, they just need to, as I say, be relentless now in the league. They need to somehow put the, the kind of Champions League misery to the back of their the back of their minds because ultimately well I think anyway that the number one uh, priority for Rangers as it should be every season is to go and to go and win the league and get that uh not get that title back. So mm-hmm. let's say they've got a chance now to put a, a really good run together. Started really well at Tynka so with the win against Hearts and uh, as I say it's an opportunity for them to go and go and rack up points before the World Cup. So when they come back, obviously they've got an old firm game at Ibrox to, to look forward to where you know, they might be able to even go and overtake Celtic at the top of the league. Yeah. Great. Right, OK, well, thanks a lot for your time, as always, boys, and uh, have a safe journey back up the road. Thank you.